Hey everybody, welcome to episode 11 of The Wash. We're at episode 11. It's super exciting. Um, hope you guys had a great week. Uh, hope Monday through was Sunday hasn't kicked your butt so much. Um, and that you guys are like, you know, here, chill, pull up to the bowl, talk about some things. Thanksgiving is around the corner. Um, I hope everybody has plans to you know, make the most out of their holiday and the most of their um, ability to feel thankful and grateful and, you know, happy to be here. Um, You know, 2020 hasn't showed us anything is that we cannot take life for granted. We have to love ourselves and love others. And, you know, that's that's just it. Um, So, yeah, I feel like I feel like I'm I sound like I'm 110 and I don't know why I just I feel good. Honestly, y'all me to tell y'all got me feeling good. Y'all gonna, y'all gonna think this is so lame. But everybody who knows me is gonna think this is so on brand for your ass. So, I don't know why I had it in my spirit today to watch Homecoming. <sighs> yes, Homecoming. Beyonce's Homecoming on Netflix. Yes. Um, And I watched it and it just felt good on the soul. Like, I love Beyonce and her music evokes a lot of emotions and feelings and things out of me and after watching it I watched a review video um Zach Campbell and Terrell Grice that they were reviewing Black is King Black is King is something that we have not talked about it's it's a whole cultural moment for us so we're not going to talk about that today because I do have other FUBU facts that I wanted to talk about but just know that whole that's what kind of got my like energy up I'm like you know feeling really vibey and like really creative for some reason and I like it I mean I'm going to bed soon so I hope I keep on to this for tomorrow but yeah so I know I sound like I'm on 10 but y'all just rock with me um so yeah I hope that you guys had a productive week I uh, was pretty productive I can say um I survived my baby survived we did well I think you know that's what matters uh it makes it sound like I didn't do nothing all week I did stuff I promise um but yeah uh I wanted to I actually had another mommyhood moment for today but I think after the week that I had I really want to talk to people parents mothers fathers who are working from home about how you work from home and don't lose your mind like I was having a a Friday Friday my baby had a doctor's appointment and then after that I had three meetings about an hour long back to back to back and usually those longer meetings happen earlier in the morning so she's usually sleep or at least on a nap um but I think that with traveling to and from the doctor we stopped at the grocery store she just was a little wired and wasn't really ready for a nap so she managed to stay up through all three of the meetings and of course because my life is what my life is she fell asleep five minutes after the last meeting ended (laughs) like it's just the comedy of it all for me, honestly. And I just looked at her like, you are so amazing and so beautiful. And already the comedy and the comedic timing and the everything is just nuts. 
But I'm on these meetings and one of them was a meeting where I didn't really have to say too much. The other one, I had to be more engaged. The last one was a training that I was facilitating. So, and my partner, um, who we had, we had already talked about, we had already done the training already. So it wasn't like I had new things to say. I knew what was going on and we had, you know, we just flow so well together. That's why boo, I love her. And like, it just, I knew that I was doing the majority of the talking. Now, when we did the meeting a few days before, Ashton was asleep. Now, now she is not, she was not on this other day. So now it's like, all right, mm, let's do this. So I just want to know how we're, especially parents with younger children, like this is a mommyhood, daddyhood, parenthood moment. Like how are y'all coping in these meetings that are lasting super long or at least an hour hour and a half with like zoom calls and uh google meet and all of these other probably google meet is that what i use a thing like every day and probably just said the wrong name but whatever um yeah like how are y'all acting or like how are y'all feeling like what tips work for you guys like somebody text me dm me do something because um yeah i need i need the tips and tricks especially if you have younger children like she's almost seven months but i can't give her like a tablet and go put her somewhere and leave her unattended for two hours if she's awake i will say that she was in her packing plan she did really well the other day which allowed me to take a shower wash my hair and she was she had her bottle she had some toys and she was just chilling and it's like she knew when I got out the shower though because it was like no noise quiet listening to Motown Magic chilling all of a sudden I felt like she heard the shower stop and then she started you know hey hey uh uh-huh all right I hear you you coming out now pay attention to me so that was just crazy but like my anxiety during this meeting was so on a whole different level and it really didn't make any sense to me like there was no reason that i was so anxious for this training that i was facilitating one i work with college kids um and almost every single one of them has experienced my daughter in some capacity of me working with them either knowing that i've been on maternity leave or knowing that she's nearby or they can hear her or she's laughing playing eating in the camera you know is there like in like are there expectations from like professionals around how you manage your children on like calls like I'm not sure. Like I, I in my head, of course, in my head, I'm thinking out of sight. They don't want to see. But then I like was able to watch this recording of a Fortune 500 companies, like one of their Zoom calls for like their their programming, their company updates, and someone was holding their child, like dressed up, giving the whole giving their spiel. So I don't know, maybe. I would really hate to think that that's a this is a black woman black person thing where we you know gotta be the best but is it is it me and like not wanting to look like I'm slipping that has me super anxious because 
my partner told me she was like Ash was good you know she was really good I didn't really hear her she kind of like went off a little bit one time but honestly she was in here rolling around laughing and playing and but I was so scared that while I was talking she was just going to lose it I don't know it's like I guess this is more of like a instead of just a moment of me like talking I really would love to have feedback in terms of how you guys are managing your at home time with your children um yeah because I mean there's always tips tricks and pointers that I could use and I think it's also something that if we don't talk about it more people we, we will just come with this stigma that you know it, it's not supposed to happen and therefore my children need to stay as far as away like if you have older children that's fine but like I don't know with younger kids it seems like it's super hard to do that yeah, y'all let me know what you think. You can use the wash AE um, on Instagram or you can even DM me directly. That's AE underscore Slater on Instagram. I just am really interested to know what what is y'all what do y'all houses look like during these Zoom calls? Like how much of your home are your like of your home life are your coworkers and managers and like CEOs and supervisors being able to see like do they see your kids like? I sound real confused or like, you know, I'm just really curious about this. I never really thought about it. And I am one of of my friends who all work from home. I honestly think I'm the only full time work from home person. Yes, everybody else either goes into the office or has some component of in person work that they still do. I think I am the only totally work from home person um so yeah I need the tips basically so like I said DM me please let me know what's going on let me know what you guys are thinking or what tips have worked for you and things like that um moving on into our fubu facts for this week so I have one fact that was super cool and super great and then I have like a bunch of additional facts um so, November 17th, 1832, the Constitution of the Female Anti-Slavery, Constitution of the Female Anti-Slavery of Salem. Okay, so Society of Slave, of Salem, excuse me. Um, so, this happened in Salem, Massachusetts. It was the first women's anti-slavery society in the United States. It was... Um, it was all black women were on the the in the actual like um organization and they were created to address the concerns of free blacks in the north and campaign against slavery so this is up north um and this is at a time when this is before the emancipation proclamation first of all um and this is at a time when free blacks are making like slaves are making their way north um slaves that have been newly freed slaves that have escaped x y and z and they're they're there but they're not really you know how you feel like some people say we're existing and not just living like they were freed but they weren't being able to exercise the extent of their freedom in a way that's that's how i'll i'll put it that way they weren't they weren't given the means and the opportunity to enjoy their freedom. It was like you're not in you're not enslaved, but 
you're not enslaved, just be happy kind of sort of. Not that not that that's how it was for everyone, but that is kind of what this organization came together to work against. They um, put money into schools, put money into churches. They um, created programs for newly freed or runaway slaves. Um, they opposed racial segregation and discrimination. And one thing that was like, it wasn't shocking, but it was, I enjoyed reading that they allowed white women to join. And the reason I enjoyed it is because I think that black women and we are always, as a culture, we are always welcoming others to join in, in our fight for equality and and. I think that we we always welcome people to to join in, but we don't get the same not the same invitation, but it's like I don't know, once they come in it's kind of like, okay, well what about us? Like we're here now, so we've helped you. Now what about us? Like if you think back to the the women's march and people saying that the women's marches primarily promoted and led by white women and there was very little acknowledgement of the minority female experience you know that like I don't know that that part was interesting to me they allowed white women to come in and they really just wanted to they you know they um supported the liberator they really just wanted to make it better for newly freed or escaped slaves and I think that this organization I never heard of this never um and this is what i mean by these are the 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 things that we don't know like as as foolish as it seems to to the ways that slavery and being a free slave and is taught it just makes it sound like oh you were freed and you went to the north and just made this amazing life for yourself like you know, it just happened. There's no, there's no time, not even a timeline. There's no description of some of the things that had to happen and the people that were involved um, in making these things happen. A lot of these women were married and um, from very wealthy black families that were um, influential in abolishing slavery as a whole. You know, um, I think this is, this is something that I was really interested to read. Um, and it just, kudos to black women, you know. Not, and this was not not the only um, organization, not the only, like, you know, community of women that came together to do something like this. But it was the first one, first anti-slavery society in the United States. And it, it had to be powerful to come together and say, we are doing this to and to help others because as as I stated most of these women were in more well-off families um so yeah it was strictly just to help the community and to put give the newly freed slaves hope you know give the the freed people hope that they really could build these lives that they left um and fought for their freedom to have um the additional fubu facts are we had a lot of y'all know hbcus are like near and dear to my heart 
um, and education as a whole. So we have um, Howard University was founded this week as well in 19, excuse me, 1866. Um, Morgan State this week, 1938 on the 20th. Shaw University, 21st, 1865. Um, and then the it's the founders, acknowledging the founders day of Omega Sci-Fi. Love the bras, love to the bras. Um, I know a lot of great men who are um, a part of this fraternity. And yeah, say what you say. There's so many like things that people say about all fraternity and sorority men and women and it's just like no matter what you say these people are still doing really good work and really good people that you know they're just they're amazing men like I can't really think of any of them that I know that I wouldn't you know trust and like you know have have something positive to say about them um let me yeah so (laughs) i'll leave it there they're amazing you know happy founders day to you all and yeah there there there's a lot going on in education wise this this um week it i don't know why it's not weird but i think it's interesting that a lot of schools um a lot of hbcus were founded in like November, October, like they were founded like what I would consider mid academic year a little bit or a semester or something like that. But I wonder if it is like a it's probably a a long drawn out system and like events that lead to the actual date of like the founding date. So something I'll probably look into just to just for my own, you know, purposes, just to think about how that is something that comes into like how do you how is it determined that this is the day that you were founded where they're like do you still already have students enrolled or like is this the day that you're founded but your next your first semester is the next semester or the next fall or that's just something interesting that I was thinking about myself oh for myself um oh back to Beyonce sorry um in this fubu for us about us vibe of things I was watching homecoming like I said and one of the like quotables one of the the things that was said I think it was Maya Angelou that said it in the actual movie um she basically said you can't be what you can't see dang what did was it said or did I read it oh I'm sorry but you can't be what you can't see um yeah and just right now I feel like representation for we us all of us the fam is so important and just even watching homecoming in itself like there were so many you better you better play you better dance you better twirl, okay? Like, there were so many of those moments that I had. And I was just, like, seeing this on Netflix, uh, one of the biggest streaming services, like, like, and then we didn't even get to Black is King yet. So, you know, we'll, we'll get there eventually. But representation, it just matters so much. And it's, like, it's so empowering to see people that look like you doing things that you 
want to do like even with podcasting like the number of black like seeing the number of black women do like have their own podcast or even just people like getting creative and doing things for them like right now it's just who it just feels good to the soul it feels good to the spirit like to see and like I'm just thinking about even with you know Obama being president um Kamala being vice president or vice president-elect yes um to see somebody in that position and know that this person had a similar backstory to you like when Beyonce is like if my country ass can do this anybody can do it okay like opportunity and circumstances and things like aside that was a little all of these people started out as little black children having a dream and for them well except Beyonce for for them like Kamala and Barack the the representation was not there they are the first to do this so imagine having that much like drive and belief like believing in yourself so much to wow yeah just to to be the first to do that hell Beyonce was the first (laughs) black woman to head Coachella she was the first there was no predecessor there so yes there yeah um Uh, I really tried to keep my Beyonce love under wraps today. You know, she just helped me feel real, real good about stuff. So I had to let a little bit slide out. I'm so sorry. Um, I will keep it at bay. Keep my beehiveness at bay. A little bit. Not a lot. But, um, (laughs) so today's like, oh, today, today, today. So a little bit of backstory to what brought me to the topic of our episode today so we know that mercury was in micro braids a few weeks ago yes a few weeks ago mid-october end of october mercury was in micro braids i do know that it is retrograde i like to say micro braids because that's what i saw on twitter and that's what i likes okay so you will more often than not if i say retrograde is because i know the person whoever i'm speaking to is gonna be like what you mean microbraids um what are you talking about so for y'all my people who love and know me i'm saying what i would say to the homies mercury was in microbraids yes and so when mercury is in microbraids twitter and instagram is going off about it and me being the fool that I am, I'd just be like, oh, psh, Mercury is in micro braids. Everything is going crazy. It is what it is. So I was talking to my friend and she told me that, like, when I was saying, oh, it's because Mercury is in micro braids. She was like, girl, we in a shadow period right now. It's, we ain't even in uh, micro braids no more. I was like, oh, okay. So what does that mean? I was really trying to figure out where all these ghosts of Thanksgiving, Halloween, Christmas past were coming from in my life. Ugh. So, I've I've had a few friends have this happen to them in the last few weeks as well, which I think is incredibly crazy. But 
I have this theory um, that men literally wait until you, one, don't care at all. And I won't just say men, but it has been my experience with men. And I'm pretty sure there are multiple women who can do a real, hey, big head real quick. Won't say that I haven't done it myself. Guilty is charged. But we're talking about me. We're talking about men right now. So they will come back two seconds before you no longer get upset if Siri says maybe so-and-so. Like, when you on you, you on the brink of not caring, like, you forgot half of what this dude did. You forgot what was good, bad, left, right. He about to be Casper the friendly freaking ghost to you. And that is when... Siri starts getting disrespectful and it's like maybe so and so and this is not to say that any of the men who do this are even looking for okay not solely looking for I was trying to I was going to try to make it nice they're not all looking for sex they're not all coming back just for sex they're not coming back like I don't know I don't know what it is like so Basically, in the last five weeks, it's just been a revolving door of, like, ex-interactions. Not relationships, but, like, men that I have dated or experienced or, you know, in the last... Nobody was older than... I can't even put a time limit on it. Let's just say... Is coming back and it's stressing me out because my subconscious likes to play games at night and the dreams that I am having. Oh, my Lanta. So there's one person in particular that I had Casper the friendly, like not even Casper. I don't even know who to relate him to like I could care less never in a million years would like nothing I literally had a dream that me and said individual were like we was being grown y'all we was being grown and I don't even hate him I just don't care about his existence at all like I don't cut people off okay so this is the thing okay one thing that's messed up about me in situations with exes like, I don't hate people for long. Even if you do some messed up stuff to me, like, I usually can get over stuff like that. And then we end up being on decent terms, like, as friends. So, this type of thing happens to me often. Because, you know, if you end on really bad terms with somebody, you don't want to talk to them at all. But if you ended on bad terms or you eventually had a sit down or you, you know, didn't really end on bad terms, y'all just stopped talking or never was a relationship and y'all was just chilling and just fell off. Yeah. So this is why the ex thing happens to me over and over again. Where it fucks me up is that I, one of my best friends will not let me forget that I mentioned to her at a point in my life that I feel like I've already met the person that I'm supposed to spend my life with so she won't let me forget it which keeps bringing it back to my memory and I'm like damn did I why did I say that you know sometimes you just be talking and saying stuff but yeah so 
all of this. I said all of this stuff about exes and all of this to say that the dreams are getting a little out of hand. They're getting, they're getting, they're getting. I don't know if we've talked about dreams before, but like my dreams are always extremely vivid. I remember majority of the dreams and it's usually one of those things where I can wake up, like wake up, go pee or like wake up, like roll over and then go back to sleep and I'm in the same dream Um, or a setting has changed, but the person's still the same, something along those lines. And yeah, my dreams have just gotten super disrespectful. And I think that, so started looking up stuff on exes and like how exes, like dreams about exes and things like that. So I found this website, it's like 23, 23 reasons you're having dreams about your ex or reasons what dreams about your ex mean. Y'all, it literally broke down 23 reasons, like If you dream of having sex with your ex, this is what this means. If you dream about killing your ex, this is what this means. If you dream you and your ex are getting married or you are being abused by your ex, like there literally is 23 different reasons. Um, And one of the things that I took away from that is, oh, I'm dreaming of my exes because I'm lonely. Like, it literally said, it's Corona's fault. It's, Corona's fucking up everything. Because it literally was like, with isolation and like people quarantining and not having the opportunity to meet new people, you're thinking about older relationships. And especially with somebody like me who's like, oh, I've met great people, may not have had relationships with them, but that doesn't mean that that person's role in my life is over. That is like a mind fuck essentially because it's like ooh, i'm bored someone still hit me up this could be fun you know like this is stupid (laughs) it's so dumb i think that this is one of those things where it's like it's getting cold and quarantine cuffing is real also i would like to put this out there if you guys have not picked up on this part by now is that my child's father and I are not together. So I don't want nobody to be like, oh, Ashley, you did it, whatever. And yes, I had a baby. And yes, I'm lonely. And yes, I can look for companionship because I'm grown as fuck. And yeah, whatever. So I think that, I don't know. Like, I think that because it's getting cold and like, the numbers are going up everywhere y'all so like people about to be back in the house like me and my best friend were just looking at quarantine activities to do like you know to keep ourselves sane um and just in case like not just in case but like when things eventually go and shut down again or and more importantly because it's getting cold outside and we're inside more naturally during the winter months anyway so you know just looking for things to do to keep ourselves entertained and like you know motivated and all of that good stuff so it got me thinking like ooh, that's why everybody's exes are like the thoughts are popping in your head now it could be popping in your head like oh this is what I have with this person and I don't want this with this person or I I'm using these experiences to come up with a list of 
traits and qualities that I would love to see in my next relationship or the interactions that I have with somebody before they become my boyfriend, person, whatever. Um, husband, you know, all of those things. But it's also a little bit of the fact that it's hard to meet people and learn to trust them to give them the cuff and season application when we're not supposed to be going nowhere for real. We're not supposed to be, you know, like, imagine. <laughs> now, this is going to mess your head up. Now, think about this. Think about, all right, you break up with your boyfriend or girlfriend, person, significant other, in, let's say, February of 2020. Y'all break up February. Uh, let's, um, let, let's say before Valentine's Day. Well, let's say you break up January 31st. Boom. Break up January 31st. Still a little far away from Valentine's Day that it's not, I'm breaking up with you just because I don't want you to get you a gift. So, break up January 31st. The world shuts down in March. That is a month and two weeks later. Now, y'all broke up on some, get your shit, get your shit and get out. Like, it didn't have to be bad, but like... Y'all just wasn't rocking with each other no more. All ties cut off. But you in the house by yourself. April. May. June. July. August. June, July, August. Sun's out. People found a way to be out and interacting. But three months. There wasn't enough of a, a vetting time. I think like people still not trusting people with who they've been around like you uh, i don't know I you could have found somebody in those three months you could have you really could have but if you didn't <laughs> if you didn't when did you start thinking about your ex damn we could have worked on this <laughs> or have you already reached out to this person by now have they been over have you decided to Think about things and rekindle things. Has quarantine made you realize that the things that y'all were arguing over were not that serious? See? Quarantine exes and cuffing applications is just, it's difficult. Like, where's the, where do we draw the line here? Like, I don't know. Everybody's, you know, love on your exes, do whatever you want to. But I just, I'm like... And not uncared with in in true fashion, the sporadic pop ups don't mean anything. I am, and this is why I probably should just be ending on bad terms with people so they leave me the hell alone. But the sporadic pop ups don't mean nothing, and they don't turn into anything. And it's just like I'm just nice, so I just be entertaining people for the entertainment purpose situation, but. It won't turn into nothing, and it's like, ugh, leave me alone. Like, why? That's, oh, wait, that episode is coming, I promise you. Trying to figure out, and and it'll definitely have a guest, or it might be a group chat topic, because I really would love to have a conversation with somebody to figure out why do we resurface in people's lives like that without a purpose? Like, why you can't come with your purpose defined and be like, oh, I'm coming back and I want this, or actually just like do what you said you're going to do 
that's neither here nor there though back to exes cuffing and <laughs> quarantine um yeah I'm nervous like luckily my baby keeps me very busy um but I think as I am opening myself to the idea of being in a relationship or being with someone in the future I think I'm the 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 reality of corona making it very like all these dating apps are like oh do video chat and da 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 but video chat is like super intimate to me a little bit and I think maybe because I it's the way I keep in touch with the people that matter the most to me that like I don't know like is that weird am I weird for that that like it's like ooh, like if we FaceTime mm, I used to, I don't know if I used to be that person but now I'm like me and my baby FaceTime relatives like best friends all the time like we're I'm always on FaceTime with somebody that's like core like person in my life and like yeah it's kind of it's hard to get past that point and then it's like I'm not even going on a date with somebody who I met like on one of these apps well not that I wouldn't but like how are you dating during quarantine like where are you going these restaurants you could barely be inside and it's getting cold you, I'm just, I'm spitballing, but I, I'm just, I'm just curious. I'm curious as to, with Corona looking like it's gonna last a lot longer, what are we doing to figure out dating? My friend has Facetime dates and like goes like goes on walks and things like that, like where you know there's they're practicing social distancing and. I just, I don't know if I have the time to, I don't know. Like, I'm just thinking about, and this is why people go back and start talking to their exes. Because at least you already, well, you don't know. That's the thought, though. Oh, I already know this person and their baggage and their drama. So, why not when it's probably... I don't know. Ugh. Moral of the story, don't don't come into anybody's life with, with unsure, not even unsure intentions, but the, like intentions that aren't like good. Like, don't waste nobody's time. Whether you're an ex and it ended bad or you're an ex and it ended well. And oh, I, I think I got to get my subconscious under control because the dreams that I've been having, y'all, it's just... They're not like wild crazy, but like because of the people and the situations there are, it's a little bit much. And I'm gonna need me and my head to get it together. My therapist legit said your dreams are crazy because you have a lot of control over you know what you think, what you do, and what you say during the day. So at night your subconscious is running wild, and I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I think that's one of the funniest, most honest, most reading for filth moments that I probably had a very long time 
because we we do we control so many things even in quarantine like we've managed to control a situation where everything is out of our control like we have to stay indoors we have to do all these things because something that is out of our control is literally coming for our lives essentially and we are you know everybody has their control okay I go out on this day I, or you know my quarantine looks like this and my work looks like this and this and this and I'm doing these things to control myself even during this time but we don't have the reins when it's time for bed which is terrible um me and my subconscious need to need to have a little talk I don't know how to do that um maybe <laughs> I have no idea how to do that how to like get my subconscious to like reel it in because these dreams about exes maybe I need to just say that I well I can't even that's not I was gonna say maybe I need to say that I don't think that someone from my past could be someone that's my future but I don't believe that <sighs> yeah we got to get it together. More little story. Me and my subconscious got to figure our shit out. Um, if any, like, fight the urges. Like, nine times out of ten, there are a number of reasons why exes become exes. And like I said, they, men have this radar. I've literally been saying this since I was in high school. My oldest friends know that I've said this so much. Like, anybody, they all come back. Like, men, women, they come back. Like, even friends is the same thing with friends. Like, you know, people who you realize, hey, I haven't thought about them for a while. Or, hey, you know, I'm not really worried about them too much. They come back, too. Like, it's a thing. But there are reasons why those people don't have the same space in your life anymore. And maybe... I think I've gotten better at controlling my emotional reaction to somebody coming back because I think that it could be somebody from my past who's supposed to be in my future or be my future, essentially. I've gotten to the point where I'm like, "Mm, oh, hey, welcome back. What's up? How are you? And just riding out the like conversation and nuances and check-ins until this person disappears or proves that they were not there for whatever they claimed they were there for in the first place yeah yeah we just working stuff out together yeah i think i've gotten better at that because i just i used to be like oh he's back oh my god what does this mean oh my god and if quarantine was going on during that ashley's time whoa man that would have been a whole lot a whole lot of okay So I'm very happy to be where I am right now during this quarantine with a new set of eyes towards people and myself and my newfound jean jacket and Crocs emotional self. I know for the most part figuring out when I can let it out, when people are worthy of that type of emotional exposure and when they are not because some of these and i don't yeah some of these they just ain't mm-mm, they ain't worth it <sighs> we're gonna figure this out out everybody has some form find the companionship that you need that and it doesn't have to be romantic companionship but 
cuffing season is hard. <laughs> cuffing season is so hard, huh? Yeah. Mm. Everybody have fun. Everybody have fun. Everybody do what you need to do to keep yourself occupied. But be mindful and be open and honest with yourselves about these interactions. Yes, your ex is somebody you already know. Therefore, cuffable and already have their cuff application on file. But that does not mean that their red flags and reasons for being let go before are completely null and void. Boom. They were let go for a reason. And people change and people do grow up and people do, you know all these other things but don't let those reasons for letting go go away just pay attention to those um i love you guys i know we are going into thanksgiving i meant what i said about even if you feel like you're you're grateful for your exes and thankful that your exes you know are still part of your life that's fine too you know, I just, the idea is to be cognizant of the space that we allow people to hold in our lives. And especially people who held space before and didn't know what to do with that space and squandered your time and your life because they were exes for a reason. I don't know why my little brain is bringing these Negroes up in my dreams, but we need to get it together because they were exes for a reason and times change and people change but patterns tell the truth so pay attention to the patterns if that person was verbally abusive or if this person like just did make you feel like a thousand grand like a thousand grand what the hell (laughs) if this person did make you feel like you know you like you you were the shit like if if and then these things come into the conversation and you start noticing those same patterns do not settle for those just because it's quarantine and you don't you scared to meet somebody new learn yourself get real acquainted with yourself in a whole bunch of ways and work it out like because just because we're in a pandemic a panoramic <laughs> Just because we're in a panoramic, panoramic is about to be like retrograde, like panoramic pandemic. I saw it on Twitter. It was cute, whatever. And just because we're in a panoramic does not mean we letting people occupy unnecessary space in our lives because we can't afford it. We've learned that life is short and like life should be cherished and every moment should be spent, you know, intentionally and do what you do but just keep your head in in involved in stuff too don't let your emotions get caught up and remember that you know yeah sex is fun protect yourselves we got a lot of quarantine babies like you know and especially if it's an ex and it was like you would never have kitten like mm-mm, mm-mm. that's another episode coming our way being careful about stuff like that Hoochow. Thanksgiving is coming. Make sure you all love on your family near and far. Like, a lot of my family lives away. And my grandmother, who I was able to spend the past few Thanksgivings with, I'm not able to spend it with her because of COVID, you know. And 
it's like make sure your family knows like there's still plenty of ways to show your family that you care and love them and there's plenty of ways to show them that you're thankful for them without being in the house dressed in your easter best to sit in the living room like there's so many other ways to do that if you are going to be with your family just take all health precautions you know we want to make sure that we're able to show love to each other and appreciate each other without putting anybody else in harm be mindful y'all stay out of these clubs i just saw on twitter a mulatto concert and everybody had masks dangling around their chins and they were packed like meat packing like it might have been old. It could have honestly been old, but the, the the fact that somebody had a mask on let me know that that was in the last six months and the corona of it all. Like, what? No. And those same people who will be in church or sitting next to a grandmother or somebody at Thanksgiving dinner, like, you know, just care about each other. Let's put a little more effort into that space. Put a little more effort into making yourself one with the fact that you need to care more about other people, especially in the panoramic that's going on and not putting people in harm's way on purpose or even, you know, just let's do that. Um, I love y'all. I hope y'all have a wonderful Thanksgiving. We will be back with another episode next week. And I just, you know, hope that everybody has a wonderful holiday. Um, I am reaching out to a few people, uh, in terms of who is going to be my first guest because I love y'all and I know I'm, we're building a loving relationship, but I know y'all a little sick of just talking to me maybe a little bit. If not, oh my God, I love you too. But if you are, it's understandable. I get it. Um, so and talks with a few people to be co-host for an episode coming up soon um yeah so let's just stay posted i keep well stay posted you guys stay stay tuned you'll see what's coming up i love you guys and i hope that you have a wonderful week and i hope that you love yourselves and say something kind to your neighbor maybe not your neighbor say something kind about somebody during a zoom call and let me know how y'all handle these kids during these calls. I was so serious about um the DMs, mind you. So, love y'all. Bye.